The lips, the teeth, the tip of the tongue. The lips, the teeth, the tip of the tongue. The lips, oh, the Jesus teeth, the tip of the tongue. Christ. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> Vocal warm-ups. Oh, have you tried? Try this one. Try this one on for size, Heather. Irish mm-hmm. wristwatch. Irish wrist. <laughs> Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. No, I can't do it. Irish I, my, wristwatch. That is like the most uh, anti-gay lisp uh, one I've heard yet. You're discriminating against me. You're attacking me. <laughs> everybody welcome back to ringside divas the show where a woman and a gay man talk about professional wrestling my name is chris and in case you don't know i am that gay man (laughs) and my name is stephanie and i'm the woman part of the show um Chris is a a really big wrestling fan and has been for much, much longer than I have. I was a wrestling fan about 15 years or so ago, and then I like had babies and stuff and got out of it. So what we're going to do over the course of the show is Chris is going to fill me in on everything I've missed in the past couple of decades of professional wrestling. I can't wait. Chris, what do you got? Well, before I we leap into our topic, uh, I was uh, cleaning my kitchen and a memory popped in my head. So I was wondering if you were there for it, or mm-hmm. if you recall it, or if you saw it on TV. <laughs> okay, what do you what what is it? What's going on? So it was Monday Night Raw, Austin, Texas, at the Frank Irwin Center, and Vince McMahon comes out to do a promo, mm-hmm. and he announces to the world that he's had an actual done. He's had a what? An Ashel. An Ashel? I'm mispronouncing it, but that's exactly how he pronounced it. I went back on the WWE Network, and that's exactly how he pronounced it. What? And I think he was talking about something else, but he thought it was referring to butt shaving and butthole shaving. Um, Was this during that era where he was shoving people's faces into between his ass cheeks? It was. It was during the Kiss My Ass Club. You're going to join the Vince McMahon Kiss My Ass Club. It's going to be something. Oh, my God. An asshole? Mm-hmm. How to spe- spell it? Spell spell. Is he just mispronouncing asshole? It, it's funny because I Googled it for a while and I couldn't find it. <laughs> so I think he made up a word. <laughs> is he trying to make fetch happen around his rectum? Well, he wanted his ass to be nice and smooth. <laughs> so... me don't so, ambush so you, me with that oh so you so you must you must not have been there for that because no. something very memorable happened during this taping do go because on na- well because naturally if vince mcmahon's going to talk about his uh nice clean ass uh-huh. he he's going to show it off right oh, God. so i'm sitting on the the what's called the hard cam <laughs> side that's the side that uh when a wrestler is looking into the camera, the people behind him, which is where you always want the most people to be there. So it yeah, looks like yeah. the arena's full. And I'm on that side. So the man drops trow. Mm-hmm. And he, on the camera side, he shows off his ass for about, you know, five, ten seconds. That's so long. 
but then he has a 15 minute promo and he keeps his pants down so he turns back around and i'm staring at the man's ass for about 20 minutes <laughs> and the sounds of of horror and disgust but the funny part is everybody still sat in their seat and just watched and just kept groaning and it's like you cannot look away <laughs> his ass had gravity oh my god so did so was he just standing there or was there some bending yeah. over action? Did you, did, was he trimmed around the taint? I guess is what I'm getting at. Well, for one, I'm sure he was wearing a thong. Oh, almost certainly. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember anything else past that because I blocked that part. I mean, that was a long time ago. <laughs> I was like, I think this was 2007 when this happened. I believe he was feuding with Shawn Michaels. And- I, I do not remember this at all Mm -hmm. so if i was there my memory did me a gracious favor and erased it i don't remember any bear vince mcmahon ass and i would think that i would (sighs) unless it was considered to be trauma in which case your brain is protecting you right now (laughs) well i'm okay so how how old was he this was 12 13 years ago Mm -hmm. so so he's 50 in his late 50s, I think. Okay, so it was probably not terrible. I mean, he's in amazing shape. Still is. How was his ass? I don't remember it being that great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember it. I remember thinking, girl tan. <laughs> well, and... You got you got the face tan, you got the body tan. Why not your ass? You knew Triple your, H does it. You knew your ass was going to be on TV. Okay, mm-hmm. but Triple H didn't always do it because I remember when they when they first started like getting uh, wrestling in HD, and so I was excited about it because I was like, "Yeah, let me see some details." They, Triple H was the worst offender, but a lot of them would have that that little like smile line of their tan right under their ass cheek. Mm-hmm. So when they're standing, it was fine. But then one, as soon as they bent that leg forward, it would spread out the thigh. That little fold right under the bottom of the ass cheek, it would spread that out, and there would be this little, this little smile of untanned skin right there. You could see it so clearly in HD TV. The conversion to HD was rough for the WWE, I think. Yeah, well, it was rough for everybody. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but I think the WWE was probably pioneering uh, efforts to 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 clear that up real quick. Like everybody, you can't just slap on some pancake and some fake tan. You actually need to have a skincare routine. Yep. Unless you're yep. unless you are uh, mankind or perhaps Kane. <laughs> In which case, you're discouraged. <laughs> right. There was there's a there's a great Jake the Snake story that came out. <laughs> Uh, recently he was telling a story about how he had some time off Mm -hmm. and he got in the gym and he was getting in a lot of shape and i think this was back in the 80s when he was super super big and you know hulkamania was running wild all that kind of shit right and uh, jake came in to the backstage he was getting ready to you know restart his run and vince mcmahon looked at him seeing that he was getting in shape and was completely disgusted and he told and he told jake the snake roberts that you know your character you have to look like a slime ball. You can't look. You can't look like you're in shape. Okay. Could you go back and do that in the Vince McMahon voice, please? No, that's a. I, I, <laughs> my. What the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. I I don't do impressions on command as well. Like, I'm not. John, I'm not Bruce Pritchard. I, I don't do the impressions. I, and okay. you know, it has to be spontaneous. <laughs> What's my motivation? Please tell me you you practiced talk Vince McMahon talking about his asshole, didn't you? Uh, believe it or not, 
I can talk about people's assholes naturally and on command. <laughs> In any voice. What do you want? You want Mickey Mouse? Let's go. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. I can't. I cannot do a Mickey Mouse. No. Years of smoking have prevented me from a Mickey Mouse voice. Girl, same. Mm-hmm. I mean, I quit a long time ago, but like, here we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so no, I wish uh, I don't. I I wish I could say that I wish I remembered seeing Vince McMahon's bare ass. Uh, in person and live i'll have to ask lucas about that later because he remembers all the things i don't uh but i don't i don't wish i remembered it i'm glad i don't uh, yeah 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 it's not it's not worth the space in your brain my, my well there's some weird shit in the space of my brain like do you want to know guns and roses lyrics i got them all well, I mean, that's a, that's a requirement in my opinion especially if you especially if you live in la you got to know guns and roses what yeah, they're an L.A. band, girl. Welcome to the jungle. Let's talk about moving to L.A. Okay, yeah. No, you're right. It is. I just ran through the whole yeah. song in my head. No, that's accurate. Okay. <laughs> I just say it to myself in two seconds. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> you're right. Welcome to the jungle. Anyway, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> you, no, that was passable. You're okay. That's fine. I'm, yeah, I'm... That's what he sounds like now anyway. So. Oh, God bless him. He looks like mm. the thing that ate Axl Rose, but whatever. Yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I don't remember Vince McMahon's bare ass. And what else we got? What are we talking about? Well, you know, the world has changed, Heather, and I've I've been going back and forth on whether or not we should be talking about this. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily fun to talk about. The whole world has been impacted by it, and but at the same time, I don't see a way around how we can't talk about it. So I am, of course, talking about WrestleMania. (laughs) (laughs) Well. in all honesty, I'm actually going to be talking about the, uh, you know, the coronavirus's impact on WrestleMania, but how it was kind of a long time coming anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. So by the time this show drops, WrestleMania may or may not be happening. We just don't know what's going to be happening in the next two weeks. Right. Because things but, are getting are getting more and more uh, locked down and more and more intense. I, I You have been on a shelter in place order for a while over there in yeah. California. We just got it here in Texas. So yeah. we are encouraged to stay the fuck home. And I'm on day, as of, as of this taping, I'm on day 11 of uh, my quarantine. Nice. So, so yeah, so WrestleMania uh, is happening over two nights. Mm-hmm. The rumor is, is that they are actually taping the matches now. Okay. And they could be happening in multiple locations. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, they can. I think if any organization is able to adapt to the the needs of entertainment, it's it's the WWE. This is what they do. Yeah, I'm actually really nervous about it because I've been I have been watching uh, Raw, NXT, and SmackDown, and they uh-huh. haven't had any any crowds, and they've been they haven't done it in an arena. They've been doing it in their little performance center where they do train the other wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And I found them to be really awkward because I don't actually think all the wrestlers have adapted as well to the no crowd thing as uh, I was hoping for. Okay. Some definitely have, but 
there are definitely some, there is definitely a lot of weirdness. And with the <clears throat> multiple location thing, this is going to be the most unusual WrestleMania ever. Uh, I, the only thing I can really compare it to is WrestleMania 2, which oh, is wow. a long time ago. Yeah. But WrestleMania 2, they had this great idea because WrestleMania was originally on closed circuit. And you had to go to, for, if you weren't in New York for the first WrestleMania, you had to find like a movie theater that was going to play WrestleMania 1. And with WrestleMania 2, they filmed in three different locations. They filmed in New York, Chicago, and Los Angeles. Huh. Okay. And the idea being that they could penetrate more markets if they had like a local WrestleMania event. <laughs> penetrate. In addition. But <laughs> what, 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 what was, what's, so the other interesting thing about this WrestleMania is that it's going to happen on two nights, not one. And that has been a very long time coming. Mm-hmm. And the reason is, is because the length of WrestleManias. Uh, did, the first WrestleMania, I pulled some stats, Heather. Oh, yeah. Give me give me numbers. Yeah. Let's do this. The first WrestleMania was only two hours and 15 minutes. What? Uh, skip ahead to WrestleMania 3, which is considered to be like the WrestleMania that set up WrestleMania to be the grandest show of them all. Mm -hmm. That's where you have Hogan and Andre. Look at the size of the giant. I mean, Hogan is six foot eight. Andre is seven foot five. The bell is gone. This one is officially underway. Steamboat and Randy Savage. Both those matches are legendary. Mm -hmm. Three hours and 15 minutes. And then you move ahead to WrestleMania 20. Four hours and 51 minutes. So we're starting to Jesus. exponentially yeah, increase. Yeah. Uh-huh. And in WrestleMania 30, which is, I believe, the first WrestleMania that was going to be on the WWE Network, uh, one of my favorite WrestleManias, in my opinion, one of the most important WrestleManias, six hours and 45 minutes. Jesus. That was the first WrestleMania with a two-hour pre-show. Because they have the network, they can do that. They can, mm -hmm. if you're like, hey, we want a three-hour fucking pre-show before God. WrestleMania. Let's do it. That's so long, though. Like, that's a fucking, that's, that's, that's a Lord of the Rings marathon. Like, mm -hmm. what the oh, hell? Oh, get the, uh, and then last year's WrestleMania, seven hours, 30 minutes. What the fuck? That's a work day. Mm hmm No, that's so, that's so long. That's so, so long. Mm -hmm. So there, there have been a lot of calls to split up WrestleMania, uh, because part of the problem is, is that they just want to pack in as much as they possibly can on the show. Mm-hmm. And give every some mostly everybody an opportunity to be on the show, right? But when it's that damn long, like you're gonna lose people. Did they start? Did they keep it all on one show this long? Though it had clearly grown beyond the bounds of one show because it was a pay per view. Uh, well, it hasn't been a it it it, it technically hasn't been a pay per view for a while oh, because okay. WrestleMania has been on the network, you know. Oh. Technically, they could have. Uh, technically, when when they stop when they stop doing pay per views officially, as in, I, I well, let me let me take a step back. I know there is certain there's still certain parts of the world where you have to pay for a monthly pay per view. Mm -hmm. But with the appeal of the WWE Network, the idea being the the idea was you pay ten bucks a month and you mm -hmm. automatically get your pay per views. You don't have to pay anything extra. Ooh. See, that's that's that just shows how little I have paid any attention to how this works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so you don't have to spend whatever it was back in the day, 70 bucks to watch WrestleMania. Yeah, it would be like 75 bucks and we would all pile into one person's house and end up ignoring half of it because we were just there for the main event. Yeah. 
So, I mean, the, the idea of the business model is a lot of people wouldn't pay for any of the smaller pay-per-views. Mm -hmm. You know, people paid for Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, and WrestleMania, especially WrestleMania. Yeah, and WrestleMania was it. If you were going to pay for any of them, that was going to be it. Yeah, so the idea being if you just pay 10 bucks a month for the whole year, that would technically be more money for WWE in the long run, and you'd still have access to all this content, and, you, mm -hmm. and, you'd, be, and you'd be engaged. I don't think it's quite worked out that way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Because now there's now there's an oversaturation of wrestling. Right, there's <clears throat> just so with WWE much. By, just with WWE by itself, you have Raw, SmackDown, mm -hmm. NXT, and then on the network, 205 Live, which is a cruiserweight uh, division. What? And then okay. you have NXT UK. Like, so cruiserweight is the little bitty guys, the Rey Mysterios. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so this WrestleMania is going to be interesting, and it could be a, a great opportunity for WWE to mm -hmm. do something completely different. Uh, I do want to run through the matches uh, during the show to kind of you know give some examples. But Heather, I am or Steph, whatever your name is. Fucking... By the way, folks, if you don't know the Heather <laughs> joke by now, uh, you some of y'all may be familiar with the movie Heather's. Uh, the rest of y'all may be familiar with uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, where they did the Heather joke. But if you're not familiar with either reference, uh, you know I'm sorry. Just Google it. <laughs> we will call each other Heather. It's just, it's just how it is. That's not. It's, it's not a thing we've been doing for years. Too long, too long to stop now. Side note: It was really funny. I was talking, I was talking to a wrestling uh, friend, and I mentioned RuPaul's Drag Race, and he said, well, "What the hell is that?" And I said, "Well, it's a reality competition about drag queens." And he's staring at me all awkwardly, and I said, "It's, it's like tough enough." Oh. Okay. oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot like Tough Enough. It's actually Let's just like real. Tough Enough, except yeah. without any wigs. <laughs> well, I mean, we assume. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. Hogan was losing his hair in weird ways for a long time. Just saying. Throwing that out there. Well, he just wore the bandana permanently, you know? It's <laughs> on his head now. <laughs> it, it has, it, he has become one with the bandana. He's become one. So, Heather, what's your, what's your uh, favorite WrestleMania memory? Oh, shit, girl. We just established that I was most likely in the room with Vince McMahon's bare ass a minute ago and don't remember it. Why do you think I remember anything about a WrestleMania? I don't know. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. It, I was, was, a, also, it was an open question. I was also really drunk for a lot of WrestleManias. Uh, I just remember that my biggest memories around WrestleMania are like, Everybody getting into one person's house and handing like five bucks to the host to, to cover the cost of the pay-per-view and like mm -hmm. hitting up the barbecue <clears throat> spread and getting the, uh, getting the hard cider and drinking and bullshitting. And every now and then there would be wrestling. And then we would be exhausted by the end of it. You know, having, oh, yeah. watched, having watched the whole, the whole thing go down, we'd be exhausted by the end. But are we done with wrestling? No, we are not. We would fire up whoever had whatever console game had professional wrestling the a wrestling game on it and uh we would fire that up and then recreate whatever match we were pissed off about in <laughs> wrestlemania and try and do so it right me. this time and so there we are like drunk off our asses like smashing buttons at each other god that that was a good time i don't remember anything about the actual matches i'm sorry it's okay um my favorite wrestle uh my favorite memory uh well both my least favorite memory and my favorite memory was at WrestleMania 30, uh -huh. 30. 30. It yeah, was, yeah. I was 
yeah, I was on a business trip, so I had to watch that WrestleMania. I think I was by myself or with somebody. I don't. I don't really remember who if I was watching it with anybody. Mm-hmm. But it was my it was my Steel Magnolias WrestleMania because <laughs> because Steel Magnolias hits the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. <laughs> okay. And and this WrestleMania did that. Did anybody say don't talk about me like I'm not here? Is that did that happen? <laughs> Kind of. Well, okay, so that was the WrestleMania where The Undertaker lost his streak. Oh, okay. And it was such a big deal that it was even... I remember it being on the front page of CNN.com. Who did he lose not report. To? They don't report shit about uh-huh. wrestling, and all of a sudden, Undertaker loses his streak oh, to Brock Lesnar. Okay. To, yeah. Bro- to Brock Lesnar. Going for a triple! A third and five to The Undertaker! Brock Lesnar into the cover! Yep. Okay. Can Brock Lesnar. <laughs> can we talk about Brock Lesnar's terrible chest tattoo real quick, please? Sure. Okay. So he's got this. It's I guess it's a sword. It's like right yes. down the center of his chest. But here's the thing. Google Brock Lesnar and you will find pictures. That he's so big. Most photographs of him are from like mid to, to bottom of his pec up because they can't fit all of them into the shot, which is fine. Uh, you, you do you, you enormous chunk of whatever you are, but that sword, if you can't see the whole tattoo, you don't know that's a sword. And the way that, the way that his pecs curve it in, you cannot, it, it's pornographic. Mm -hmm. That is clearly a phallus and it's got like a little bit of blood on the tip of the sword. It's bad. Like just just Google. I didn't even know. I didn't even know about the blood. You know more about his tattoo than me. <laughs> I think it's got a little blood. I might have written that in there because just to to complete out just to... the pornographic imagery of this. But yeah, Google Brock Lesnar. Look at his tattoo and tell me that that is not you know porn, straight up porn. That is an unfortunate tattoo placement. He did not think this through. Yeah, I think first of all, I think he. I want to say he, you know how wrestlers like to put tattoos on themselves when they're trying to cover up scars? Is that what it is? Yeah. I mean, Randy Orton has uh, tattoos all over his arms and shoulders, his beautiful arms and shoulders. And <laughs> <laughs> and I think Brock Lesnar had some uh, some issues with his uh, abdominal region. And I want to say that tattoo is there to hide up, hide some scars. I could be completely wrong, but I want to say that's why that's there. I mean, now you're making me feel bad. But yeah, now I see penis. Now, thank you. It is absolutely. <laughs> I cannot unsee. <laughs> <laughs> and it wouldn't be if he was a less muscular man. It wouldn't be so bad. It would be that sword mm-hmm. would have straight edges on it. But those pecs come in, and he's got he's got pec cleavage because congratulations on your your work at the gym, sir. And um, it just it get, provides just the right amount of curve, especially when he flexes. <sighs> And like I feel, I feel bad now because you've told me that maybe he has some kind of scars. Maybe, maybe I've got a heart surgery scar don't, in the middle of my chest. Don't feel bad maybe about. That's what he's don't covering. feel bad about Brock Lesnar. Don't feel bad about her at all. <laughs> Look, She's making that money. Well, and and she real boring though. I have never been interested in Brock Lesnar. I remember when when he uh, overturned the Undertaker, and I was like, huh? Who? One of the most interesting characters in wrestling gets gets done in by uh, that guy okay okay i guess it was underwhelming 
they utilized that heat though for a while. Yeah. And now it's uh, and for a while it was who could possibly stop Brock Lesnar, and it it was effective. So who ended up stopping Brock Lesnar? Ooh, that's a heavy question. So it starts <laughs> off with um, that's a that's a show in and of itself. But the okay. short version is uh, the following WrestleMania, WrestleMania 31. He was the world champion. Mm-hmm. They were trying to make Roman Reigns the next, you know, top guy, John Cena, whatever you want to call it. Uh-huh. The the fans were not having it, and uh, Seth Rollins, who was Mister Money in the Bank at that point, cashed in and stole the title. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. A, a, I don't know who half of those people are. So cool. Yeah. Well, you know, you can look that up. Uh, no. WrestleMania. That was one of the. That was probably the biggest moment in WrestleMania 31, which is the very end when Seth Rollins stole the title, and it was the first time in WrestleMania history that happened. Seth Rollins was a heel, or he was mm-hmm. supposed to be, but people were so elated that Roman Reigns wasn't going to get the title that they cheered for him. It was so <laughs> oh, weird. Okay. It was so awkward, and that and that's a that's a subject we'll touch on someday, but. The fans uh, hijacking the storylines and just saying, no, I absolutely not. We're not doing this. That started in WrestleMania 30. Mm. Okay, yeah. When, let's take it back to WrestleMania 30. What? Tell me more. Yeah, well, well uh, uh, you know, very briefly, Batista had come back mm, uh, and he was going to compete in the Royal Rumble and he won it. And the, or I think the original plan was it was going to be Randy Orton versus Batista, Randy Orton being the world champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but fans weren't having it. They wanted Daniel Bryan. So they did this whole thing where uh, Daniel Bryan had to fight twice uh, on WrestleMania. He had to beat Triple H. Mm-hmm. And if he didn't win, then Triple H was going to be in the main event. And the main event was going to be a three-way no matter what. Yeah. And it really looked like at the end of WrestleMania that Daniel Bryan was not going to make it all the way through. He beat Triple H, but then Triple H screwed him and beat, the hell, beat, beat him up mm-hmm. and, and wounded him. And Daniel Bryan came out all bandaged up and stuff like that. And Batista and Randy Orton just beat the hell out of him. Yay. And and at the very end, Daniel Bryan did it and beat beat, beat them and won the title. And it was the biggest pop I'd ever seen at a WrestleMania. The what? fans just went insane. Is that what a pop is? Yep. Okay. When when the fans suddenly go, oh my God, and stand up, that's, that's called a pop. So who uh, the fuck is Daniel Bryan? Daniel Bryan is a <laughs> indie was a indie wrestler darling mm. that came into the WWE as a contestant on NXT because for the first for the first season of NXT they tried to make it like a comp- competition show similar to Tough Enough. Okay, but the problem is that even by that point he'd already been wrestling for a long time. He was trained by Shawn Michaels. He's mm. had he had epic matches with all kinds of wrestlers all over the world. And the fans knew who he was. This is the beginning of the internet when, you know, if you wanted to watch a, in the 90s, if you wanted to watch a New Japan uh, show, you had to find somebody who had a tape. Right. In the internet era, you just go on YouTube, right? Right, So people knew who Daniel Bryan was and the dude was out wrestling everybody. Mm -hmm. And after, and after a couple of years, Daniel Bryan established this huge following. And if you've ever seen the gifts where people are standing up and they're uh, throwing their arms up in the air and going, yes, yes, yes. That's Daniel Bryan. That's uh, oh. he's the, he's the yes guy. He's the yes guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so, with uh, you know, with Daniel Bryan winning at WrestleMania 30, it was a sign that 
you know, wrestling is going to change. Res- the 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 people the people that the wrestlers that people are going to love are not going to be your Brock Lesnar's, your Undertaker's, your your big guys. Mm-hmm. They're going to be the guys that can work. They're going to be the guys like Daniel Bryan and mm-hmm. Seth Rollins. And you know, this happened again. This happened for a long time with Roman Reigns. Uh, they tried to make Roman Reigns the next John Cena. Okay. Though you could technically argue this also happened with John Cena because people weren't 100% behind John Cena like no. they were with Stone John- Cold or The Rock. Yeah, no. John Cena had to work that shtick for a long time before anybody loved him for it. Yeah, and to this day, there's still chance when when John Cena comes out, people will chant, John Cena sucks. <laughs> It's, it's pretty funny. Wrestling fans don't forget, man. It, it Roman Reigns had a, a, you know, Roman Reigns would get booed every time he'd come out because people th- saw him as the Vince McMahon guy. Huh. Vince McMahon wants this guy to be the top the top guy. And fans want somebody else. Hmm. Who who that somebody else is, is, you know, it's, it's up for debate. But people didn't want Roman Reigns. So when they position Roman Reigns over and over and over and over again to, to win the title from whoever the top heel was... It just it, it it wouldn't work, and and so it, and it becomes fans versus Vince McMahon, as far essentially, as yeah. as far as the story. Weird, okay. That yeah, I mean, and that's one of the ultimately one of the reasons why AEW has exploded the way it has uh, on TNT. Fans wanted an alternative; they want a non WWE wrestling product mm-hmm. because they were tired of seeing all these wrestlers being misused and in their interview. I have different opinions about that, but kind of like uh, they just wanted they wanted other wrestlers to get the opportunity to be a main event guy. And in WWE, there's only so many places you can do that. In, right. You know, so if you have a different wrestling uh, promotion on on a major t- television network, mm-hmm. you know, there you are. So it's kind of it's kind of like uh, kind of a feeling of the the fans getting tired of having their their heroes shit on by an old white guy. Basically, <laughs> and you know what? I can feel that. I can feel that in my bones. So uh, I could, I can get on board with how this is going. So, so that was that was WrestleMania thirty for you. Was this like this this turning point in mm-hmm. the 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 steel magnolias, the highs and lows, the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Uh, but then also this turning point in the culture and the the stories and the the impact of fans on how wrestling works. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So then, like now that the fans won't even be there to vote with their voices, as it were, from the stands and and let the establishment and, and let the show know what's working for them and what's not. How do we feel like that's going to affect the the direction of wrestling now? Well, let me let me run through the card for you, okay. and you let me know what you think. I know you're not going to you're going to recognize some of these names, obviously. Okay. I mean, but... sure. Let's let's see what we got. So, so bear in mind, we don't know where these are going to be filmed, mm-hmm. anything. And a lot of these wrestlers do feed off of the fan reaction to set up their matches. Yeah. I was reading that Brock Lesnar is actually one of those wrestlers. He doesn't plan ahead. He's like, let's just call it in the ring and see what how right. the fans react. There's no fans now, so I don't know how that's going to work. But before, the top, the t- before you run through the card, I got to pee. I'll be right back. <laughs>
So note to self, don't drink a giant fucking cup of coffee right before you record. Okay. I don't I don't do coffee anymore. <laughs> Is it because we're getting old and we shouldn't because of our hearts? Uh, it's because it makes me pee a lot. And <laughs> wait, <laughs> it makes me weak. Yeah, waiting in line and also the panic attacks, but waiting in line for Space Mountain needing pee is not fun. Not fun. <laughs> oh, oh, you gave it up for the Disney. Oh, sure did. You gave sure it up did. for the D. Can we call Disney the D? Can we do that? <laughs> uh, I call someone else the D, and so let's not give that title away. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can we not, please? All right, all right. You were going to tell me about uh, the WrestleMania 30 card. What do we got? 36. 30, 36. I'm sorry, 36. God, I can't give up. What year is it? Okay, WrestleMania 36. So, so, so you may be unfamiliar, but uh, we don't we don't number our WrestleManias anymore. They won't. If you look at the advertising for WrestleMania today, mm-hmm. you, there'll be no Roman numerals there, no mention of 36, nothing. What the fuck? I don't know why. why. I don't know. Did they the just announcers get... will say the announcers will say something like, "Well, welcome to the 35th annual WrestleMania" at the very beginning, and that's it. That's all. The only mention of the number. But how point. are we supposed to know which one we're talking about? Like this is how we talk about WrestleManias. That's just how this is how it works now. I don't know why. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, blame Vince McMahon. Everybody does. <laughs> he so he likes it. Okay, I think honestly, uh, yeah. I, he he derives power from it. It feeds his soul. What's left of it, or whatever he has in place of it. And uh, I actually just kept him alive for another thirty minutes by saying that. So there you go. He's a heel. He's a natural born heel. It's what he's for. All right. So WrestleMania, not thirty six. What's the card? The uh, so. You can argue which match is a top match, so I'm just going to run it through them top to bottom, according to WWE.com. <laughs> bottom. Bottom. <laughs> uh, so we have, starting off, the WWE champion Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre. Wait. Do you remember Drew McIntyre? N- vaguely, Brock Lesnar's the champ right now? Yes. There is no justice in this world. Got it. Awesome. Okay, go on. Then we have the universal champion Goldberg. Speaking of no justice in this world, fucking what? What the hell is a universal champion? A and B. Who let him in the building? When they attempted to do the the draft thing again and split up SmackDown and Raw again, because they gave up on that for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just one roster. When they did the roster split again, uh, they gave Raw their own world champion, but instead of calling it a world champion. It's a universal champion. You're a champion of the universe. Of the universe. Good lord. What's funny okay. was what's funny was when they started this, they made McFoley the uh, raw general manager. Oh, I love him so much. And he had to be the one to cut that promo to introduce the universal title, and everyone shat on it. It was brutal. <laughs> oh, but he can take it. Have you read? Uh, okay. One of these days, we will talk about the fact that I was once upon a time such a wrestling fan. I read his book. Oh, he's a great writer. I he's love fantastic. Him. I just, oh, I love him. He's a great so storyteller. Much. He's just a natural storyteller. Did you know that he wrote his first book in a in on in a binder, just on pencil? Yeah, because he wrote about that in his book about how this was all <laughs> this was all just him scribbling. Oh, anyway, okay. So back on track. <sighs> uh, Mick Foley, who I adore, is still in the business and general manager of Raw. Got it. Got it. Not you now. Uh, not now. That was a few years ago. God damn it. Okay. Uh, so, but right now, Bill fucking Goldberg is the universal champion. Go on. Sorry. Mm-hmm. He's the universal champion. He will be defending his title against Roman Reigns. 
So we love Roman Reigns and we're cheering. Hey guys, so quick interjection here. Uh, we recorded this episode prior to the announcement made by Roman Reigns that he would not be participating in his match against Bill Goldberg at WrestleMania 36 for some, I think, very valid health-related reasons. So we wish Roman Reigns all the best. And now I return you to the show where we have a Goldberg hate fest already in progress. Not in a he's such a good heel way, because I love a good heel. Give me a bad guy any day mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. it that is not why i hate i don't i don't hate him because he's a good heel i just fucking hate him he's he's he is the unflavored oatmeal of professional wrestlers yes yes that is the best description of him ever he injures wrestlers in fact he in, I, i'm gonna mention this every time we talk about goldberg because bret hart is my fucking favorite and he fucking took uh goldberg took bret hart out of the game jesus and i'll never forgive him for that never oh, ever okay Okay, so we've got Goldberg defending the title against Roman Reigns. Against Roman what, Reigns. what else is there? The Undertaker versus AJ Styles in a boneyard match. What? What? What's a boneyard match? I don't know because okay. it was just announced this past Monday. <laughs> they are making shit up. You remember when they when the Undertaker did uh, buried alive matches there for a while? Mm-hmm. That was dangerous. That so the premise so of this match dangerous. is that you have to bury your opponent. Oh, uh, oh! so we're just going back to that. That's yeah, dangerous. Yeah. Somebody's going to die. At least that's the theory. It hasn't been f- fully explained to me what a bone, what the difference is between a boneyard match and a buried alive match. Uh, Other than I, I assume it's going to be in a boneyard. Uh, what the fuck's a boneyard? Is uh, it, well, you've seen the yard? blacklist. It's a, it's, a, it's a place where there were bones. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> If that makes sense. No, okay. it doesn't. Go on. Uh, John Cena versus The Fiend, Brain Wyatt. <gasps> okay, I'm actually kind of interested in that because you got me interested in The Fiend. Yeah, so the rumor is with this match, uh, they're going to do like a horror house type of match, which they've done. Bray Wyatt's done that before, before he became The Fiend with Randy Orton. Okay. It wasn't received that well, but I thought it was super innovative and super interesting. So that's a, okay. that's a subjectivity thing. So I they're trying again. All right, all right. Yep. Next we have, and this is going to be the match that has the most compelling story as of right now, Edge versus Randy Orton in a last man standing match. Oh, wait, if there's just two of them, isn't one of them obviously going to be the last man standing? Yeah. (laughs) That's the idea. (laughs) Why? But that's how wrestling works. One of you is standing at the end and the other one is unconscious on the mat with their shoulders down? Like. in a well, in a last man standing match, uh, the the man that cannot answer to the count of ten. So basically, uh, both men have to. Uh, one man has to be down for ten for a count of ten on the ground. No pins, no submissions. It's just oh, uh, okay. Just beat the yeah. shit out of him. Okay. Yeah. So Ed, Edge makes a surprise return at the Royal Rumble. It was believed that Edge couldn't wrestle anymore after severe neck damage. Ooh. It was a huge surprise. He makes it all the way to the end, almost wins it, eliminates Randy Orton, his best friend, his former stable partner, and now, and then Randy Orton come, came back for revenge and mm-hmm. almost mortally wounded Edge. He even attacked Edge's wife, Beth Phoenix. Oh, wow. And here we are. They have a last man standing match for WrestleMania. Okay. Next is, and this is uh, the match, one of the matches I'm the most interested in, uh, for the Raw Women's Championship, Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler, a match almost a year in the making at well, this point. Well, well, well. Okay. And this Shayna is... Baz- 
Shayna Baszler uh, won the Elimination Chamber at the last big thing Majig, and so that's why she gets to now take on Becky Lynch for the mm-hmm. Women's Championship. Yeah, she wins the Elimination Chamber match in five seconds, apparently. Yeah. And but but look at look at me learning. I know what their names are. <laughs> I know you're remembering. And I'm, I'm, so I'm proud of you. following it. Oh, I am so good at this. Becky Lynch, the top star in WWE, has never mm-hmm. been at at. She's never been in more of a threat than she is now. Shayna Baszler is unstoppable, seemingly unstoppable at this mm-hmm. point. How is Becky Lynch gonna Becky Lynch gonna conquer her? We will see. All right. This uh, this next match is just a fucking clusterfuck. I don't it it I don't understand it. Uh, and I can't explain to you why this happened. But for the SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey, the, her uh, she's a hugger, and you have to Google her Heather to see why she's a hugger. Bailey is a hugger. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bailey versus Sasha Banks versus Lacey Evans versus Tamina versus Naomi in a WrestleMania five-way elimination match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Oh, ba- I just Googled Bailey. She's a smiler. Look at her smile. Yeah, so Bailey's turned heel, so she doesn't smile now, and she cut her hair, and she has a nice little lesbian haircut now. Oh. I don't but, know what's up with that. But what's with all these pictures? She's all smiley. she got the double thumbs up going on. She's just a little ray of sunshine. Yep. But we're not a ray be- of sunshine anymore. Okay. Nope, she's trying to do. She's trying to be a bad guy. Sasha Banks is obviously the woman I would love to win because, in my opinion, she is one of the best in the entire wrestling industry, and she is the boss. Okay, okay. But we'll see. I don't know. I I haven't been keeping as much track of SmackDown, I guess, as I thought I was because I don't understand the purpose of this match other than giving an opportunity to all these different women to show off their talents. You know what? That's fine. I'm I'm in support of. Uh, su- seemingly superfluous uh, <clears throat> matches like that do this. Like I, I go ahead and let the women show showcase what they're doing and and their wrestling skills. That's fucking fantastic. Um, SmackDown has its own women's championship. Yep. Okay. And speaking that's, of which, that's amazing to me that there are enough women's wrestlers to have multiple women's champions. I know because that is not a thing. That has happened in my experience. There was one women's belt in the whole company. And know, like, if you great? weren't on the show with that belt, then fuck you. There's a there's women's tag team champions, too. That's insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a good way. I'm down. That's awesome. Speaking of which, uh, speaking of which uh, the NXT also has a women's champion. So the next match, the for, for the first time ever, an NXT title will be featured on a major pay-per-view show. Okay. NXT okay. women's champ NXT women's champion Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Ooh, you told me about Charlotte <clears throat> Flair. I'm into that. This past Royal Rumble, Charlotte Flair wins the women's Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. and there was great speculation on who she was going to select. Is she going to select her arch nemesis Becky Lynch? Is she going to target Bailey again? Which this time last year, I believe she won the title from Bailey to set up the. Uh, champion versus champion three-way women's match at last year's wrestlemania mm-hmm. or is she gonna is she gonna go after the woman who is the next big thing but the queen still wants all the gold is that is who Oh, 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 my! The brass! The brazen! The bull! 
women's champion, Rhea Ripley, is live on Raw. I can't believe it. You know, Charlotte, you've already beaten Becky, and you've already beaten Bailey. But you know who you haven't beaten? Me. As a matter of fact, I've actually beaten you. Rhea Ripley is a beast. She beat Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Champion. She is a, a gifted athlete. Mm -hmm. I think she's going to be the next top star okay. in a WWE. I think she is something special. Nice. Okay. That That's amazing. I, that, but, there's, that there's that much going on with the with women's matches. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. And out of the three women's matches, that is the one I'm the most looking forward to. Not just because Charlotte Flair is my favorite, but also because I do think Rhea Ripley is something really, really special. And in the past... You know, Charlotte Flair has very rarely lost in a pay-per-view. Mm -hmm. Very rarely. She lost last year, but I think in that situation, all the women won because they got to main event WrestleMania. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Okay. And now we're gonna now we're gonna get into a bunch of people you don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. They okay. have a, a kind of a blood feud going. Okay. You may find Kevin Owens uh, sexually attractive. I don't. I don't. But uh, you may. Right, uh, he me... seems to be your just, type. Just for thoroughness, I'm going to go ahead and Google Kevin Owens. <clears throat> go ahead. You keep talking. I'm going to look this up. Okay. Uh, next is Raw the, for the Raw Tag Team Championship: The Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Gar Garza. Yeah, somebody could go ahead and carve me off a chunk of Kevin Owens. That's fine. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so for the Raw Tag Team Champions, this is classic Vince McMahon racialism. Oh, God. The Street it. Profits are your African American tag team, and Andrade <gasps> and Angel Garza are your Latino tag team. Okay. Uh, you know, this is Vince McMahon going, get the dark people together and match them <laughs> up, you know? Oh, God damn it. I. Still the still the thing I can't stand with WWE is they can't get over the racial stereotype thing. It drives no, me can't. fucking nuts. Yeah, that, that's always been like a pretty big turnoff for me. Mm -hmm. And that's what I really liked about like back in you know WCW days. Uh, Booker T was just fucking Booker T. Yeah, like, there there was nothing like yeah he had <laughs> he had a hip hop intro music, but that was it. That was just a big powerful black man being an amazing athlete. There was there was nothing. They didn't try to to build his storyline around his race or his entire caricature. Not a character, a caricature, um, which is what the WWE has always kind of done with minorities. Is they mm -hmm. they build these like here here is a thumbnail sketch of what we think that people who look like you would do, and so uh, yeah, that's gross. And uh, I am disappointed to hear that it's still going on. Yeah. Uh now, uh, in fairness, the Street Profits were together for a while. Uh, mm -hmm. They were an established tag team. Andrade and Angel were thrown together. Andrade is technically the U.S. champion at this point. Okay. I have to say, though, if you ever, out of these four men, watch an Andrade match, he is really good. Okay. Really, really good. So, next, uh, second to last match, Aleister Black versus Bobby Lashley. Do you remember Bobby Lashley? Vaguely. The name rings a bell. 
He was the guy that was in the battle for the Billionaires WrestleMania match against Umaga, where you had Stone Cold Steve Austin as the referee, Vince McMahon in Umaga's corner, and Donald Trump in Bobby Lashley's oh, corner. Oh, God. I do love uh, I do love that WrestleMania 23 match with those two because Stone Cold Steve Austin does stun uh, Donald Trump. Oh, oh, that's fun. Hey! Hey! Oh, Austin! Austin stun the Donald! What? Stone Cold just stunned him! Good God Almighty! What? Yeah, and 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 I I kind of I kind of go back and watch that over and over again sometimes. I'm gonna know, pull. I'm gonna yeah, look online it, and then <clears throat> watch it for therapy. So funny, funny sidebar. Uh, last uh, last raw or no, the raw before was uh, three sixteen day. Okay. And so naturally, Stone Cold shows up, but it was awkward because it was an empty arena. Mm-hmm. And there's this new—he's not new, but he's newish uh, arena announcer called Byron Saxton, who mm-hmm. is kind of the—he's this really dopey, unlikable guy. I, lo- I love his—I love his announcing style, but he's designed not to be likable. This is how—that's—that's—that—that's that's, that, that's his character. Okay. And he gets in the ring with Stone Cold. I don't know what he was thinking. He gets in the ring with Stone Cold. They do the beard thing, and then Stone Cold is supposed to kick him in the stomach and stun him. Right. What he actually does is he hits him right in the cojones, like directly in the balls. (laughs) And and it was real. And Byron's face was like hilarious. And uh, Stone Cold actually talked about it on Twitter. It was hilarious. But uh, if you go back and watch that shot, just look at Byron's face. You can tell he hit him there. And it looked horrible. Poor buddy. That that's a that's a go see a doctor situation. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he did. I think he actually had to. Yeah, those are tender and, bits. Yeah, and so the last match on the card, you know, whatever, Elias versus King Corbin. Okay. And that's all I'm going to say about that. No. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, Baron Corbin, aka King Corbin, he's King Corbin now, Heather, because he's won the King of the Ring, and you become a king when, at that point. Okay. He's Is that a, how that works? He's, all right. Yeah. He's actually a great heel. He's very unlikable and he doesn't try to be a cool heel. He mm-hmm. tries to get the uh booze. So I congratulate him on that. He's a decent wrestler. Okay. Elias is somebody really funny and really cool. Uh and I would definitely recommend you check him out. He comes out in a in a guitar, uh whether he's a bad guy or a out good guy. In a guitar? Uh with with a guitar, sorry, okay. not inside of a guitar. <laughs> yeah. Because that's that's innovative as fuck. Like we're that is innovative. He's inside a guitar and he's walking out. That's amazing. <laughs> so. Is it like one of those inflatable T Rex suits? Only it's a guitar. Is that what's happening? <laughs> uh, his his stick. He comes out at guitar. He calls himself the world's greatest musician. Oh, you know, and good. he says, "Hello, I am Elias." Mm-hmm. And he has he has some great bits. There's a there's a promo he did with Kevin Owens a long time ago. Where they were making mean, fun of the fact. You mean my new boyfriend, Kevin Owens? Yeah. Okay. They're, a long time ago, where they were they were in Seattle and they were making fun of the fact that they lost their basketball team and the fans just fucking booed them for <laughs> minutes. It took a long time. Kev, it doesn't make sense. You know, it's like having a basketball team in Seattle. Well, clearly you've really upset them here, but uh, 
they couldn't finish their promo. It was great. But yeah, Elias is one of the best promo guys now. I don't know why he's not getting a big push or anything. He's not a bad wrestler, but mm-hmm. I don't know. No, 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 I think he's I think he's great. Okay. And that's the card. That's the card. That's the and that's card. and that's all going to be over multiple locations. We don't know where any of this is going to be happening. Um over two and days. and there's no crowd. No crowd. Okay. Okay. We'll see. And I feel like every time there's a new evolution in wrestling, it really shakes up who it's it's like a proving ground like a crucible for the the wrestlers that are currently involved to see who can evolve uh and who can adapt and who can't like when uh wwf at the time before they were wwe moved into the attitude era they lost people because there there were people who didn't want to be dirty who didn't want to be degrading and so they ended up sort of dropping out and not not participating in a lot of those storylines and it'll be interesting to see how this no crowd wrestling affects uh, affects the wrestlers and who can roll with it, but and who needs the crowd feedback to be able to perform. Yeah. So we'll see how it's going to be. It, it, it's going to be interesting. Uh, and you know, I know the coronavirus is impacting all these different things, but I I I, I do think that WWE is in a really bad bad place right now. Okay. In term in terms of the ratings are low, uh, mm-hmm. the competition is catching up very quickly, and they really shouldn't have. Like even WCW took a long time to catch up to WWE, and they had I, to play dirty to do it. Yeah. Yeah, and AEW see the AEW is also doing empty arena matches or mm-hmm. empty arena shows rather. Good. And they've been great. They've mm-hmm. been they've been it, it's they they're still using the stadiums that they rented out, mm-hmm. and they've been utilizing all the space. And it's been amazing. So I don't know. I I, I, I mean, but uh, on the other hand, uh, maybe in this era of people need to be entertained because we're all we're all stuck at home anyway. Then maybe ratings will go up. Hopefully, maybe. podcast ratings will go up, and uh, and <laughs> people will be listening to us too. Yes. I mean, we got to so. find a silver lining somewhere, and uh, I'm I'm interested to see how no crowds wrestling works out was it you somebody sent me a link or maybe i saw it fly by on my facebook feed of an article the headline was uh professional wrestling with no crowd is dot 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 surprisingly entertaining actually was it you that sent yes. me that? okay i think it was me i i think that was me that sent you that okay it it, it, it can be entertaining like mm-hmm. i i already mentioned you know seth rollins did one of the best promos ever i don't think he could have done the promo he did if there was a crowd there the crowd the will for, dictate whether or not you get to keep talking. Yeah. The same for Edge. I mean, mm. there have been there have been some amazing moments, but mm. I, I, I don't think WWE is adapting very well to it as of right now. Okay. And then especially if you compare it to eight how what AEW did, uh they, they really took advantage of the no crowd situation. But we'll see. You know, we'll see. Uh, we'll see, how we'll see if WrestleMania even happens. by the time the show drops, it's entirely possible WrestleMania may not happen at all. We don't know. So next next time uh, we will start getting into we'll we'll get into how WrestleMania shook out and the impact of the current global situation uh, yeah. on on that and then we'll start getting into the original mission statement of the show which was to explore the history of women's wrestling yeah yeah I, I, I'll guarantee I'll guarantee you right now because I care more about it I'm probably going to spend ninety percent of the time on the women's matches <laughs> for WrestleMania yeah for the, let's for the totally next show. talk about that and. Yeah. Uh, I will 
maybe I think WWE.com or the WWE Network is offering free membership right now uh, or something, something to that extent. I'll look into it so that I will actually maybe watch some of these matches, particularly with Kevin Owens, and see what uh, what there is to see. I'll actually watch some wrestling. Oh, my God. Do you want to watch along with me? We can do social distancing. <laughs> what I really want to do, I have a 13-year-old son who has never watched professional wrestling. So I think I'm going to set him down and make him watch some of this too. Introduce him to The Undertaker and you're going to be good. <laughs> he would love he would love The Undertaker and The Fiend. He's huge into horror movies right now. Oh God, The Fiend scares the fuck out of me. <laughs> I can't wait. Legit, he is legit scary. So. All right, so we will look forward to WrestleMania. We will maybe watch some. When is it happening again? When when the fuck is WrestleMania? April fourth and fifth. April fourth and fifth. All right, so we will try and catch some of that. Maybe watch it together. We'll figure it out. Um, I think that's all we've got for this episode. Do you have anything else? Nope, that's it for me. Cool. All right, so Long episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, I. I will trim something out of this. <laughs> At least we got all the musical theater ranting done before we turn the microphones off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. Okay. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, you can find us on all the social medias at Ring Divas Pod. That's at R-I-N-G-D-I-V-A-S-P-O-D. At Ring Divas Pod. We're going to be on Twitter and Instagram and also the Facebooks. I guess that's not all the social medias. It's just the ones we're using. Uh, you can email us at ringsidedivas at gmail.com. We are currently live, uh, as of this recording, only on Spotify, right? Uh, no, I actually got a wonderful email from Apple saying our podcast is eminently getting posted. Woohoo! <laughs> All right! So you Love can find it. us, at, you, you'll be able to find us on Google, uh, when we figure it out, uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, and, and other smaller podcast distribution networks. Fucking fantastic. Okay, once we're up on Apple, if you could, please, you darling, darling listeners, uh, go on there and give us a five-star rating, and uh, or a four-star, but like five-star, come on, and uh, and leave us a review. That's the kind of thing that, that, you know, messes with the algorithm and gets more people to listen, and more people listening gives us more attention, which gives us life. So we would really appreciate that. Um, and then do we have anything else? Oh, and the website, ringsidedivas.com. Oh, oh, right, right. God, we suck uh, at this. Ringsidedivas.com, yeah. you guys. We're very and, professional. And in the, in the future, we'll get better at it as we go, but in the future we'll have uh, complimentary posts on that website that will uh, link you to certain things that we've talked about, YouTube videos and, and whatnot. So please uh, feel free to check that out. Yeah, and we will get more efficient at this uh, this whole outro thing as we get all of our, our media ducks in a row. It's a long-ass outro. Oh, my God. This outro is the one to be. Hilarious.